Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Connor. I get this weird sense of enjoyment out of watching those videos on YouTube or Facebook or wherever I find them where, you know, like skateboarders are falling down and, uh, you know, or people are like jumping on a trampoline, trying to like jump into a pool and then they like belly flop on accident. You know what I'm talking about. about. (laughs) There's whole compilations of these videos out there where you can just watch, you know, hours worth of these fail videos and they I don't know this is like the juvenile side of me right like my inner 13 year old uh, that just giggles at these my wife can't stand them uh, so I always watch them privately and I don't share them with her especially if there's any (laughs) like if they got hurt or something like that you know Uh, but I just get this weird sense of enjoyment and and there's like the hashtag right fail right that's kind of like the those are fail yeah And uh, as silly as those are, and, and uh, sometimes kind of humorous or painful or whatever, uh, I want to talk a little bit about failure. I think uh, failure is kind of an overlooked uh, principle of growth and opportunity. Um, and I want to start with a little bit of a story. Okay. I've, shared, I've shared before on our uh, podcast here that we do these children's markets uh, where lots of kids can come together except when it's 2020 because you know, nice things don't happen in 2020. And uh, so we had to cancel it because of COVID. But in years past, we would bring hundreds of kids together selling their little, you know, slime or fidget spinners or games, shirts, food, all kinds of stuff. Just super, super fun. Great learning opportunity for the kids. We have a blast. And one year, this was about two years, uh, three years ago, I was at a gas station and I pulled up next to this woman. She said, hey, you're Connor Boyack. I said, yeah, I am. She said, we uh, participated in that kids market that you did a couple of weeks ago. I said, oh, cool. What did you think? And she said, oh, we didn't like it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like you're literally the first person to ever tell me that. Everyone else is always like, this is so amazing. So I was very curious, right? I'm like, well, tell me more. Like what, you know, what happened? And the mom uh proceeded to explain and she was there with her kids uh, that participated. So they were standing right next to her when she was talking to me about this. She proceeded to uh, complain that her kids did not make any money. And so she equated, you know, success or enjoyment of this activity with financially profiting, right? Like because my kids didn't make money and we had to pay $10, you know, for a booth uh, and so forth, which is how we pay for the insurance. And every kid got like a t-shirt and a Tuttle Twins book and stuff like that. And so she was complaining that they had to spend money and buy the product, whatever. I can't quite remember what it was. And, uh, and and so she's sitting here complaining that her kids didn't make any money. And, you know, I, I said something like, you know, I didn't have the greatest response. I was in a hurry. I just kind of like wrapped up the conversation. Sorry, sorry that you didn't have the great experience, whatever. But as I've thought about that, I, I realized that I missed an opportunity to, to tell that mom and those kids um, this, that uh, they they were looking um, at that experience, their their experience in the market in the wrong way. They were missing a huge opportunity to learn how to improve. Uh, I, as I recall, I think they had just bought like chips and sodas at the store and then they were trying to like, you know, mark them up by 25 cents and try and make some money. Make profit. Yeah. 
but when you're next to kids that are selling like gourmet donuts that they're making, right? Or like homemade ice cream or, you know, jumbo hot dogs and all these kind of things. Are you really just going to buy this like random bag of shit? Like, no, you're going to want to go to the kid that's putting in the effort, making something tasty and unique. And so I'm like, look, this is a missed opportunity. You now can learn that putting in minimal effort is not going to get you reward putting in time and creativity and giving it attention to detail is how you're going to make money. It's how you're going to compete. There's just so many lessons to look at that and say, if we don't kind of criticize ourselves a little bit, or, or rather look critically at what we've done, then how are we going to improve? If we just kind of blame someone else and be like, oh, your market wasn't good enough, so we didn't make money, therefore it, it you know stunk. And I'm like, but but how are you going to learn if you're not willing to kind of uh, critique your own behavior and look at how you can improve. And so if I had the opportunity to go back to my mom, I'd be like, that's amazing. Your kids failed. Awesome. Let's sit down and <laughs> compile a list of all the things that went wrong and how we can improve them with you in the future. And I'll help and it'll be great. But they didn't have the right attitude. They, they saw failure as someone else's problem. She had a little bit of a kind of a victim mentality yeah. where she felt like they had been victimized by us or other people for not buying their chips and soda. So what do you think, Brittany? I know you've taught kids. Um, and so I know, uh, especially kids, you know, they don't like to fail. They don't like to make mistakes and, and so forth. When you think about failure, what thoughts come to mind? I love failure. I have not always loved failure, but there's good failure and there's bad failure. And the bad failure is kind of like the mom you described, right? Like she didn't understand what lesson to be learned. Um, I think the good part of failure is just like you said, you can stop and look at something and say, oh, this needed to change. It wasn't working because of, you know, whatever reason. So one of my favorite stories about this, there is a museum somewhere in, um, it's somewhere in Europe, but it is called the Museum of Failure. And the Museum of Failure, it features a bunch of technology or products that didn't make it on the market, but each one is celebrated. So one of them is the technology that... Um, that, so I'm trying to think of how to word this. So our iPhones, everybody has an iPhone. Well, the technology that was uh, able to create the iPhone was first used in this other uh, product that was terrible. Nobody used it. Nobody bought it. It was called an Apple Newton. So the same company as the iPhone, but nobody used it. It was a big flop. However, if that wouldn't have gotten made, the iPhone would have never gotten made. So, so it's fun to look at how failure actually helps things. Another story I love is um, Coke, uh, the company. So Coca-Cola wanted to change its formula back in, I want to say it was the 80s, they decided, you know, we're going to change the way our soda tastes. So they created something called, uh, what was it? New Coke. It was New Coke. And no one liked it. Everybody hated it. Coca-Cola sales went down. Everybody was so angry because they wanted the old Coca-Cola taste back. Mm. So Coca-Cola learned, okay, nobody's buying New Coke. What are we going to do? This is such a failure. But it wasn't a failure because they learned that the old Coke was actually doing just fine. So then they rebranded the old flavor and they called it Coca-Cola Classic. And even now, if you if you were able to drink soda, if your parents let you drink soda, if you look at that can, you'll notice it says Coca-Cola Classic and it's because it's not new Coke. So they hmm. learned a lesson about failure and they corrected the, the problem. So I think it's really cool to see what happens and it should be worth noting that their sales skyrocketed after that. So that, that is interesting. And we've talked in the past about uh, the importance of entrepreneurship and yes. innovation, uh, kind of creating new things. We've shared stories of entrepreneurs. And when you talk to a lot of these entrepreneurs, it's very easy to look at them, you know, later on when they're successful and like, yeah, use Apple, right? Steve Jobs and wow. And, but what you often don't see is all the many failures along yeah. the way. They're, 
uh, one of the greatest inventors that we've ever seen here in America is uh, Thomas Edison. Uh, he invented just a number of things, a businessman and everything. And uh, he once said a quote that I really like. He says, I've not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. I love that. It's my favorite quote. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, when you think about failure, and this is something I try and teach my kids, right? When like, oh, that won't work and it never works. And I, I tried and I, you know, that did just last night as trying to get my kids to uh, to go, we have chickens in the backyard. And so I was wanting them to go take care of the chickens. And we have an, a new flock of chickens. And these ones, uh, they apparently think that toes are food. <laughs> and so, you know, past chickens, we've never really had the issue. But now my little kids are going out into the chicken coop and, you know, the, the chickens are wanting to peck. And so it's very easy initially to be like, oh, it won't work. I, I can't do it. Uh, the chickens are trying to go up to my toes. Therefore, I'm just going to stop. And what I try and teach my kids is, well, okay, that way doesn't work. The, the way you were doing it doesn't work. Sandals don't work. And so you need to find another way. And maybe that way also won't work right? Maybe the way after that also won't work. But the way that we find the way that does work, the way that we find success is, is a, a process called iteration. You're, you're iterating, you're, you're kind of trying new things um, uh, over and over again. And sometimes it takes a lot of times. It takes patience. It, it takes determination. Like I am going to figure this out. I am willing to solve this problem. Uh, but we can't just give up, right? When we give up like that mom that I mentioned at the market, they those kids are now being probably deprived of these opportunities to learn more about entrepreneurship, to practice business. Who knows if maybe one of those kids, if they were still coming to our markets, would be gaining enough practice and knowledge where five years from now they launch a website that makes them a million bucks, right? We just don't know. Don't but know. by depriving uh, those kids of this opportunity, by by giving them a mindset of kind of victimization and failure and, oh, I better just stop, they're, they're missing out on so much more that life has to offer. You know, one thing I heard a family do, and I can't remember where I read this, but I loved it. Every night at the dinner table, they go around, and instead of talking about, you know, highlights of the day, they ask what uh, the dad asks what the kids failed at. And it sounds weird at first because you think, wait, what? Like, <laughs> what a weird way to celebrate dinner. What did you fail at? <laughs> but but it helps them because they also talk about what they learned from that failure and how they're going to do better next time. And I wish I didn't I didn't grow up in a house where we did that. But I just think of how great that would be because I get I get really hard on myself sometimes for failing as we all do because nobody likes to fail. But if you reframe it and you look at it as like oh by failing I'm learning how I can grow by what I need to fix, then I think that failure can become a really really good thing for everybody. I think that's exactly right. That's a great mindset because it it, sh it helps us understand that failure is not a roadblock. It's just a, a little hurdle, right? And, and you know, when you're running track and you're jumping over those hurdles, that's exciting. Look, I cleared a hurdle. Like I, I'm, I've been able to stretch and jump higher and grow and look what I can now do. And so I really like that attitude as a family as you're kind of celebrating uh, overcoming hurdles rather than saying, you know, what problems did you run into? It's like, yeah, what... What, uh, how did you kind of, uh, you know, innovate or how did you kind of get around uh, those problems before? As I think about the successful people that I know in life, um, as I've had conversations like this with them about and, and me knowing some of their past failures, failed businesses. I mean, that's hard, right? Like you're, you have all these employees and they're depending on you and they have families and they're, you know, 
putting kind of their uh, their trust in your hands and then you make a failure, maybe something in the market happens and you didn't kind of prepare for it. So now you've lost your business and all those employees have lost their jobs. Like that's that's very hard. It can like when the stakes are high, when there's the problems are really big or 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 large, you know, complex, a lot of people can uh, experience something negative as a result of failure. And so I know people who have gone through significant failures in their life, but it teaches them so much. Like it's the great one, one of the greatest learning opportunities. If you let it, it's very possible. I think Brittany to just kind of build that wall. Like I feel like this mom had. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of shut that off and say, Oh, that happened. That, that was horrible. I'm moving on and it shouldn't have happened. But, but if you don't, you know, if you put that wall down and allow yourself to learn from what happened, even little mistakes in your life, even like a bad way that you communicated with, you know, someone else or kind of a, a, a wrong decision that you made in your life where you're like, hey, look, if I had done that differently, then it would have had this better outcome. That's how we improve. It's how we improve. I, I feel like our, our relationships with one another, right? Like if I wrong, you know, uh, a friend or if I am mean to my child or I'm being kind of a butthead to my wife or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Like, if, if we can kind of work through those problems and recognize that what I did was wrong and those there are failures, then I can be more dedicated to improve because I know what not to do. I know that, ah, look, in those circumstances, I acted this way. That's kind of a, a natural or tempting way for me to respond in those situations. Next time I need to do better, you know, now that I know that I did that and I'm probably going to be tempted to do that in the future, now I know to kind of like, you know, avoid it and, and, I can kind of plan ahead and do better. So I, I feel like it's such a great learning opportunity. And it's hard when you, especially when you're a kid, right? Like you make these mistakes. Sometimes they're embarrassing, yes. right? Or sometimes you just don't know because like you've never experienced that before. And so do you want to ask someone to help you or like it, it's kind of challenging, but I feel like it's uh, for those who want to be really successful in life, you almost want to like look for failures. You want to, because it means that you're, you're stretching, right? You're trying something new. You're, you're being bold. You're taking a yourself. step. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, I went to the gym this morning with my wife and I was doing all kinds of things at the gym that I've never done before. <laughs> and, and I'm really sore right now, but had I not tried that, then those muscles never would have been you know, exercise really in that way. And if I do that a few more times, I'm going to become really strong. And I feel like it's that way with kids too. If they're willing to try something new and challenging in their life, maybe it's learning a new uh, kind of trade. Uh, maybe you want to be a web developer. You want to learn how to do video games. You want to start a business. You want to, Even you know, go inter- play music, things like play, that. Yeah, that's a fantastic example, right? Like it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be hard, but that's how good things come in life. It sounds like you're telling us to go out and fail, Connor, is what I what I got from that. Just make sure that no one records a video of it so you don't end up in one of those video <laughs> compilations. <laughs> fail fail as privately as you can. And maybe that's the, we'll end on the note that we begin on. Maybe I'll go pull up a, a YouTube video to watch to make myself laugh here. It's been a long day. But uh, yeah, go fail because it means you're trying something new, big, and exciting. And that is the the kind of awesome sauce of life when you're really trying to kind of go on an adventure, do new things, learn new things. Um, and so Brittany, I think you and I are of a like mind on this, that failure is actually really important and very useful. Um, and so, yeah, look for ways, not necessarily to fail, but if you're not failing along the way, it means you're not stretching yourself and really trying to, to succeed. So awesome topic guys, check out totaltwins.com slash podcast, make sure you're subscribed and Hey, share it with a friend, go post on social media, share the podcast. Let's uh, spread knowledge and help a lot of other kids out there listening. Until next episode, Brittany, thanks for chatting. 
Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.